Welcome to Agriculture's Top Hands Podcast. In this podcast, I will interview the leaders of the agriculture industry, ranging from 4-H and FFA members, farmers, ranchers, agribusiness people, and government officials about why they believe in the future of agriculture. So join me, host, Bailey Habaker, in talking to the top hands of the agriculture industry. Welcome everyone to this week's episode of Agriculture's Top Hands. I am so excited this week to have Miss Evelyn Green um, as my guest. So Evelyn, can you kind of just give us the rundown on who you are and what you do? Absolutely. Thank you for the opportunity of having me on, Bailey. I appreciate that so very much. Um, I was born and raised in uh, on a farm in Coleman, Alabama that included a beef cattle operation small cow calf operation, uh, which is was in one of the largest uh, beef producing counties in Alabama. Uh, I was involved in 4-H growing up. Um, and since 1982, I've been uh, the support and management of our family farm, uh, row crop farming uh, in a small cow calf operation. Uh, I'm an advocate and promoter of beef that I love to do uh, for the industry. And Growing up on a diversified farm with uh, cattle, sweet potatoes, corn, and soybeans, it gave me the value of hard work and dedication. So that's just a little bit about my background. Um, I have a diverse background in uh, leadership roles throughout my community, state, and county levels, uh, and then on the national levels as well uh, with the cattle women for over 25 years, actively serving the beef industry. Uh, I've served in all the officer positions of Coleman County Cattlemen and Cattlewomen's Association in Lee County. I'm involved with Lee County Cattlewomen's and Cattlemen's. Uh, so I have been involved with the Cattlemen's and Cattlewomen's for a very long time. Started out in 4-H and then junior Cattlemen's and all the way up. So it's been a great experience so far. That is awesome. Um, Cattlewomen's isn't as big here in North Dakota, I would say, but I know we had a collegiate level and... I myself was a member for a little while and a lot of my friends. So it's really cool to get to meet you and uh, hear your story. I'm very excited. Thank you. It's, it's been a true uh, experience and a, and a great experience for the road I've traveled so far in life and being involved with the cattle industry and the beef industry. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Uh, I've served as secretary of the National Cattle Women's Association and I uh, worked on the National Beef Cook-Off Committee uh, and chaired the National Beef Cook-Off. Um, I also managed the Collegiate Beef Advocacy Program for the National Cattle Women's Association. And then I began um, my level as vice president in 2018 and president-elect in 2019. Uh, and this continued my into my presidency of 2020 and uh, now I get to serve 2021. So that's exciting. So besides, I mean, you mentioned some of the organizations you were in. Um, is there any others that even when you were younger that you can kind of shout out that have helped you today? Um, I've been involved mostly uh, with uh, 4-H uh, all my life. Uh, and that's been one of the main ones, I would say, that's helped shape uh, and form me. Uh, it gave me the community and the mentors that I needed, uh, the learning opportunities that developed the skills that I needed um, to create a positive change in the lives and in our communities. Uh, and 4 it gave me a voice uh, to express who I am. And it gave me the lifelong skills to succeed, I believe. 
And I would say that 4-H empowered me with the skills to lead for a lifetime. Awesome. I got to give credit where credit's due for 4-H for me as well. I think that's where I started my journey a little eight year. Well, my mom was a 4-H leader. So since I was born, but I love the green and white. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, so have you always been involved in ag or have you ever thought about a different path kind of away from the agriculture field at all? Well, I mean, I'm glad you asked this question, uh, Bailey, because yes, I have been involved in agriculture in some shape, form, or fashion uh, all my life. Uh, I've been involved in uh, that throughout my childhood, uh, my teenage years, only into adulthood. So yes, it's always been a part of me. Uh, I did have a professional career of 30 years as an optician. I was a certified optician. Uh, and office manager of a growing optometry practice in Coleman, Alabama. And after retiring from my professional career, I continued the passion that I grew up with, which was agriculture. Uh, and I think um, saying it, it, I can think about this saying sometime, if it's meant to be, it's up to me. So I had that determination. Um, and so the answer to your question, would I choose a different path? Absolutely not. I think God puts us on the path and, uh, Sometimes we don't know what it is and we challenge that a lot of times, but when we truly see the path that we've given, I think it's a blessing to us all. Very, very true. Um, how did you get involved with the National Cattlewomen's Association? First of all, number one, by stepping up and making a difference uh, in the passion of agriculture and the beef industry. Uh, I also being involved in my local state and national levels of cattlewomen um, I've served all the officer positions, like I said earlier, and uh, that was the main area, and that's how I got involved, was just stepping up, uh, seeing the need that was there, uh, the uh, positions that needed to be filled, and it was very important to me to see that happen, uh, you know, in the future for beef for generations, for agriculture for generations to come, uh, and so those positions that I held was just uh, stair steps kind of to help me to get where I am today. And I've loved every position of that. And that's kind of how I got started, but just stepping up. So if someone were to want to join Catalans, how would you recommend? Like, what would be the first step? Well, the first step, uh, we have uh, seven different regions across the U.S. and we have seven region directors uh, in every Part of the United States. We also have our three top um, elected uh, officers. I have myself here in Alabama and then also Reba Mazak from Florida and then also Pam Griffin from Arizona. And we're very easily accessible through our website. Uh, we have now where you can join online at ancw.org uh, and we have a lot of members. Uh, we have 27 affiliate states and that's growing on a daily basis. I believe uh, that we have gained a membership. I know uh, we had a membership drive back the first part of the year and gained almost a hundred new members just off that one membership drive. So it's a, it's a growing uh, opportunity uh, to become a part of the American National Cattlewomen. I think uh, as generations change and times change, I think that's the opportunity for women to step up to be a part of a great organization. And uh, the American National Cattlewomen has been educating consumers for about beef since 1952. So it's, it's been around for a long time, but it continues to grow and it continues to have that passion 
to see our future generations to come about. Awesome. Um, so kind of to go off your, all of your experiences through the egg industry, what is your favorite part and what have you, like, what have you enjoyed most about being involved in the egg industry? Well, the beef industry has continually uh, made improvements in production efficiency and sustainability. I believe beef production is one of the most sustainable industries in all of agriculture. And when we evaluate the entire picture, uh, today we produce the same amount of beef that goes into human diets as we did in 1975, and that's one third fewer animals. So the beef industry has been one of the greatest successes stories in becoming sustainable. And with the implementation of technology uh, that is coming from animal related research, the improvement will continue into the future. So um, like anything, just a small component part does not really tell the entire story. Uh, just taking a small part of that, we certainly need to continue telling our story to the public as well as uh, everyone around us, you know, if our peers, our friends, uh, you know, anyone that we come in contact, our consumers, uh, we will always find it necessary as the general public continues to get farther removed from the farm to be able to tell our story and to step up. Uh, today, only 1.3% of the population is involved with food production. So the, the few must educate the masses, in my opinion. Uh, my platform for uh, President of American National Cattle Women is to increase awareness of global hunger and the demand for the American rancher and farmer to increase production efficiency by the adoption of available technology with a the theme of hashtag be for generations, which is my theme for my two years. And my foundation is filled with American values like hard work and dedication, uh, faith, family, loyalty to God uh, in the country and a true rugged determination to persevere. I have ultimately succeeded and faced all kinds of uh, adversity, faced all kinds of uh, issues, and this has built my foundation and being on my family farm helped me do that. It taught me the values of that. And I believe it's important how we can share that with other farmers and ranchers and other consumers about how important it is the family farm is in our community. Like I said, I had uh, chosen beef, hashtag beef for generations uh, for my theme for 2020 and 21, because I want us to do our part long after we're gone, that consumers still have the abundance and choices and supply of safe, delicious, nutritious beef. Uh, we hear the prediction that by the end of 2050, just uh, 30 years from now, there will be 9 billion people coming to the plate when that dinner bell rings. Uh, and so, it's important for us to keep beef on the table. And as my sponsor, which is All Tech Industries says, uh, I want this to be a planet of plenty. And I believe uh, and know that we do have a planet of plenty. I don't think most of us really know what hunger feels like, but I believe that we know what hungry is. Um, the type of hunger that grips so much of the world today. And I appreciate people like the folks at All Tech who have a vision to make sure there's a planet of plenty to eat when those 9 billion people and consumers come to the table. So I love the beef community. I've always believed that producing food is one of the most noblest and most honorable callings that there could be. And uh, to me, the beef community is a snapshot of all things that have made America great. 
So kind of in a long story about what really I enjoy, that is it. I have a true passion for sharing it and I want the consumers to know about what we have and how it comes to our plate. I love that. Um, how do you, you talked about sharing, people sharing their stories. How do you think that we in the agriculture industry, what's the best way to share our stories with the general public? Well, and, and that could be a little tricky sometimes. It depends on who you're talking to. Uh, but the best way is um, to become friends with them, number one, uh, to be truly honest, uh, to open the book to them and let them see the true uh, meaning of what it means to have farm and ranches uh, and be transparent about what we do in our industry. Um, today, women are playing many roles in support of food production and education and uh, for the global population. So women are rolling up their sleeves and getting to work on farms and ranches all over the country and the world. So the United States Department of Agriculture statistics show that 44% of American farmers and ranchers are women. So we are stepping up and doing our part to help out to make sure that there are beef for generations and agriculture for our generations to come. These agriculture enterprises that women have been a part of is $12.9 billion and that's an impact on the economy that we have in the US. So definitely we're stepping up to the plate and making a difference. And all you have to do is step out and just make a small difference in where that be your community or your small organizations in, in your clubs or your chapters uh, and, and speak your voice and what it really means to you and bring that true passion out. There's many more uh, women that support the global food crisis through education and promotion and uh, the American National Cattlewomen's Association plays a critical role in the production of promotion of high quality food and protein. And the American National Cattlewomen is strong, enthusiastic, uh, women, they're willing to stand up for what we believe and roll up our sleeves. So I believe that's, um, you know, a, a roundabout way of saying, you know, how do you step up? It's, it's kind of hard sometimes, or how do you talk about it? But just being your true transparent self and what it means to you in your heart. Yeah. And I think it's very important to simply invite those wondering about egg just in, let them know about your life, let them know your experiences no, it's not all roses and daisies, but there is some great things. The sight of a newborn calf is always the cutest thing ever. Or right. getting to go work cattle with family, get that family time. Yes, it's not always the most enjoyable working cows together, but it creates that bond and the memories together that you get to do it as a family. So I think getting that out to the public and just being honest when you're asked questions and Say you get a questions about antibiotic free meat, being very honest that all meat on the market is antibiotic free. And that's kind of important to get our word out, I would say. I agree totally. And I, I've always told, um, try to tell uh, the younger generation, where it be my collegiate uh, kids that I call my kids that I work with, um, you know, to, to step up and be a part of agriculture. Uh, be a part of a, you know, agriculture-based club or an organization, uh, pursue an agriculture or animal science or meat science or business degree, uh, get the hands-on uh, instructions for the need of networking and uh, skills that you need those opportunities maybe for the future research that you may be doing and develop a professional network. That's one going to be one of the most important things that you can do is stepping out uh, and, and being a part of a club or an organization and don't box yourself in. 
uh, be ready to, you know, uh, maybe go and seek opportunities all over the U.S. because they are seeking those young minds all the way across for research and opportunities, uh, the technologies that we have and the improvements we have all the way across agriculture. We need those young minds. And, and I think it's very important for us to step up and let them know that there is possibilities and, and there's places for them to be in agriculture. I would completely agree. I know I've heard, I mean, some of my friends and just when I was in college, I mean, I was in the college of egg and there was, I heard quite a few kids that said like, my parents don't want me to come back to the farm. They don't want me to have to go through all the hard times they've gone through, which makes me sad because go back to the farm, do what you enjoy. That's what you know. And even if you just go to a two-year school or you don't go to school at all and you just stay on the farm, I think it's very important to keep those roots. We need people in the beef industry and in the agriculture industry in general. And I hope that we can keep growing it through this younger generation. And me as an ag teacher, I get to see every day the kids get excited about ag and love seeing where their food comes from. And it's so fun to see the light in their eyes. And I hope that they can keep that through for many years to come. Absolutely. I do too. It's very important for us and uh, the generations, you know, I've learned from the current generations and I've learned from past generations. And I think all those aspects are important as to who you are this day and time. Uh, and I believe what we have learned and gleaned from those generations, we have the opportunity now to pass that to the next generations. Uh, and I believe that's, you know, if it's, uh, if it's meant to be, it's me, it's, it's me stepping up and doing that part. And that's what I believe in. For sure. Um, do you have any more advice? You've kind of already told us some, but do you have any advice for young people in the agriculture industry or for them wanting to get a little more involved? Sure. And uh, like I said earlier, there's no better time than now to actively step, step up and shine with your passion. Uh, do it now. Uh, you know, it's uh, don't wait till tomorrow. Do it now. Uh, because we, we do have a, a world population that we are going to have to feed with agriculture. Um, and we use agriculture in many other aspects. So uh, I think it's, it's now the time for them to step up. And we see that uh, more and more of our youth today. Uh, we have a lot of involvement with our youth across the country, uh, with our um, uh, youth, uh, junior and seniors in high school, K through 12 programs. Uh, the American National Cattle Women, our motto is uh, shared passion and a shared voice. And that's what we're here to do uh, with our, you know, generations that have come along and are very interested and maybe some that's not even interested or haven't even, have never been in agriculture before. Uh, we need to show them as well, you know, the opportunities and the doors that they have available to open uh, and let them see what is available out there that they can actually use their degrees for if they go to college. Sometimes we, um, they, don't see the whole picture, the whole aspects of really what those degrees can do for them. And uh, one of the uh, great things I have the opportunity of doing is being able to go on a spring break trip uh, with uh, the collegiates here at Auburn University and uh, to see the eyes and the minds of those college students opened after we've been on one of those tours uh, is a blessing. Uh, that's, there's no other way to put that. It's a blessing. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, it's awesome. I know I went to like National Block and Bridal and just some of those tours that you get to see, some of those farms you get to visit. It's eye-opening. I mean, even here in North Dakota to you in Alabama, how different agriculture is. I know seeing my first, we went to an aquatic farm and I 
I don't fish. I don't ever. First time to the lake was last summer. So I grew up showing cattle. I didn't get to do that stuff. So it was so cool seeing the different sections of agriculture and getting to experience that with students is so just heartwarming. That's right. It very much is. Uh, American National Cattle Women is a voice for women who share passion for the beef community. And we focus on beef promotion, education, and legislation. Uh, we like to see all ages involved in that. Um, we do legislating, legislative work, you know, in our own states. And then we also do it uh, in D.C. Uh, with boots on the hill there, uh, with a voice being heard. So being a part of the Cattle Women gives us many opportunities uh, to help um, those young minds to be able to come to the next generation uh, and being able to stand up and step up uh, when we're not there uh, to share what we have in agriculture and carry that on for the next generations to come for many years. Uh, we have some awesome, awesome programs uh, for the American National Cattle Women uh, to be a part of. We have our Collegiate Beef Advocacy Program, which offers a $2,000 scholarship for uh, the advocates to be a part of, and this was uh, created for the beef industry, for those advocates that's interesting and in bridging the gap between the farm and the fork and their peers, the peer-to-peer for the collegiates. Uh, this program connects colleg- uh, collegiate leaders uh, to the beef industry where they are, they have unlimited access to leadership, their peers, cattlemen, cattlewomen, beef producers, professionals, uh, and they will grow as individuals and strengthen their leadership skills. Uh, established networks. So this is a great opportunity for those collegiates to uh, step in and, and apply for that for the Collegiate Beef Advocacy Program through the American National Cattle Women. That's one of our programs. That's awesome. Um, kind of to wrap things up, Evelyn, uh, do you have anything going on? I know it is, this is releasing in May, so there, it is National Beef Month. Um, yes, so do you have any events coming up? or any way that we can follow you or contact the National Cattlewomen's? Sure, we do. Uh, I'll be glad to share that. We, Like I said earlier, we have some programs that that's, you can be a part of. Uh, and I wanted to kind of mention a couple of those as well. Uh, we have our Women in Ranching Education and Development Program, which teaches about uh, cattle handling, uh, pen design, shoot side manners, uh, calf processing, drought forage management, record keeping, Uh, marketing opportunities, uh, so many things that we bring into that wide program to help um, the producers and women learn about uh, how to carry on their farm and ranches to be the leaders of their farm and ranches. Um, Wired is the perfect place for all females with a passion for beef uh, to gather together uh, and to learn those experiences. So that's a great program that we have to offer. We also have uh, Ag in the Classroom uh, K through 12 program. And this is lessons to show the diverse products that the cattle give to enrich our lives. Uh, the lessons that the guide lessons that we have for the teachers, the life cycle of beef uh, animals uh, from cow to the stalker ranch and to the feed yard and finally to the processing. And this program helps improve agricultural literacy, awareness and knowledge and appreciation among the pre-K through 12 graders and their teachers. It's all about beef and educating students and it's a pasture to plate program. So those are some of the other programs that we have and some of the dates to remember I'd like to bring forth is um, our Wired events that we do have coming up is July 16th in Elko, Nevada 
and also July 24th in 10 Strike, Minnesota. And we will have some more of those coming uh, at the end of the year as well, but those are the most current ones that we have right now. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at American CW and also on Instagram at American National Cattlewomen. Uh, our website is uh, www.ancw.org uh, and we have continual updates there to be found for you and uh, to be a part of that. So if you'd like to contact us, also we have an email address. It's ancw at ancw.org and we'd love to hear from you. Uh, drop us a line, send us a note. If you have any questions about the American National Cattlewomen, we're here to answer those for you. Uh, so we have a lot of areas that you can reach out to us and be a part of us. We'd love for you to join us. Uh, it's easy to do that online. Uh, we also have a form online for become a member as well. So you support a great uh, organization by being a member of the American National Cattlewomen. We appreciate the opportunity to be able to serve the women of the United States uh, as uh, part of just a little part of us to be able to step up and step out uh, to help the next generations uh, and let them see where our food comes from. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Evelyn, for being a guest on today's podcast. And I'd like to wish you a happy beef month. <laughs> Absolutely. Happy beef month to you and eat more beef, eat it every day, three times a week, but yay, beef month. We love it. Uh, thank you for the opportunity today. It was a joy to be on with you, Bailey. Thank you. And to the rest of you, see you uh, on the next episode of Agriculture's Top Hands. Hey everyone, before this episode ends, I just wanted to let you know of a conference coming up July 27th through the 29th for CTE teachers, administrators, professors, CTE directors, and pre-service teachers. The conference focuses on using ISEV with other learning management systems and customizing learning experiences to meet the needs of students. As we've stepped into a new era of learning, educators collaborated on the best practices for student success and making the most out of the educational shift. During the conference, a strong focus is placed on classroom practices, including ISEV's new lesson plan design, industry certifications, and education practices for special populations. In 2021, we're going even bigger. This year's conference will feature the more speakers, sessions, and prizes. Become inspired and energized to enter the fall semester. The virtual conference is the perfect opportunity for CTE professionals to advance their career, portfolio, and professional network. To register for the conference, check out the link below this episode and registration open on March 30th, so please go register today.